from Alaska, Grim After Dark, starring John and Danny. Spin. Uh, I didn't know if that would work. I'm in a very small space. Hey, not happy with the introduction of competitive rock, paper, scissors. The Games Workshop Open had another controversy as two top players ran out of time and talked through a third of the game. Uh, we're going to find out who the most irritating member of the podcast is. So we exposed some Photoshop shenanigans. Uh, I am a hydrocephalic version of Quentin Tarantino. Even though we are a group of elitist neckbeards, it's still going to be a gap pretty grim after dark. My first co-host tonight is our classic high hairline Harry. It's Danny McDevitt. John, thanks for having me. <laughs> that, was a, that was a smash cut. Uh, guys. I don't know what to, is to, happening to... right now. No, Give I'm, right. I'm just trying to piss you off. You don't get the roll uh, dice. However, I take my models. I'm going home. As our guest producer, uh, Dickie, is trying yes, to. Surprisingly. Yeah. Dickie's trying to get the feel of a Val Produce show. But anyway, yeah, Danny. Yeah. And just really cement that feel. Here's Dickie. I think my favorite thing what about is, it is the back uh, of your TV is clear. Yeah, I, I just noticed that, actually. It's a wonder <laughs> of technology, John. Yeah. I also have no theme music. I, I put a sound clip in for Danny, and I'm pretty sure it was uh, Seth yelling at Brad Chester. So I'm sorry, oh. everyone. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't yell at Brad Chester? It's, you're not wrong. Yeah. He can't hear anything. Is I mean, you, when you get to be that old... Things start to go. That's so right. wise. You can't see you through the um, wine bottle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny, we took some issue uh, with a certain thumbnail created last week by a certain person. Uh, That's right. Dickie wants to pull this up here. This is yep. the thumbnail from last week's Grim After Dark. Uh, Danny, you, you have one or two issues. I think I want to start here. My main issue. Uh, nowhere am I mentioned uh, at all in any involvement in the show, which from an advertising perspective seems sensible, but from a self-esteem prospect is a crush. Uh, yeah. You know, I, could, I don't understand why you couldn't have been like, you know, the fulcrum at the fulcrum point there. So mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm not really sure why you were excluded. Um, I actually but have my main beef yeah. has to do with. Val's opinion just outweighs me here, right? And you can see it in the graphic. Oh, He's yeah. creating this unconscious bias against my. So you go into the episode thinking Val's right. Well, He's cutting out your microphone. Danny, un- the plug your microphone in. There you go. That's why. Wait, better hear me now? Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's why his <laughs> opinion's worth more is because you can hear it. <laughs> it's destroying me. Yeah, our I gotta say our thumbnail yeah. game has been down lately, and I'm sorry. I'm I'm personally sorry. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. using Seth on a lot of mine, and uh, yeah, it's we, just, we really yeah, need yeah, to step it up. It's low hanging fruit, Thursday man. Show had Seth <laughs> yeah. in it for yeah. some reason. I'm sorry, even though that man believes nowhere near a competitive podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, lots of signals Seth based. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm sorry. Um, that's all good. But hey, just to make sure we cripple any self-esteem that may be left, uh, this little comment was left behind in last week's YouTube video um, of Grim After Dark. Uh, it's a person saying, I greatly enjoy the show, but few people on this entire planet are as irritating as Val. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. It's very strong. I mean, it hurts to hear, but at the same time, the truth always does. I'm glad that somebody finally said it. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask which one of you guys did the thumbs up there. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cuz that was immediately after I saw the creative thumbnail. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. Um, Get him. We did cater to the audience's demands this week and we gave Val a one week suspension. Um yep. but Danny uh, Dicky, yep. who is more irritating than Val? Wow. Um 
like do you want me to call out like persons or like uh like sure concept? yeah yeah I don't so know. that way when wanna... we have them on the podcast in six months um <laughs> they'll, they'll, we'll forget about it and they can call us out now yeah um man that's a great question john i'm having a lot of trouble thinking of somebody it's true that's true yeah. do, do you want me to go or are you are you really yeah, go. Yeah, no yeah, go, go for go. it okay so i i have one i just it jumped into my head right away okay so you know when you're in a drive through line and it, you're just trying yeah. to get a coffee or something fast and the person in front of you decides to order all the food and all the drinks oh yeah that person is far more irritating than uh than val yeah yeah like they're feeding an entire classroom of kids yeah yes yeah. go in the Your place you, you bad person it's Jeez. true yeah anyway yeah, um, do you guys oh, think that... I got mine actually? I yeah, know go, 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 people. go. Oh man, it's Jaywalkers. Let Jay me tell you about Jaywalkers. <laughs> I hate Jaywalkers more than anything else in the entire world. I think it's probably maybe the worst crime ever committed in the history of humanity. Um, no, worse than genocide. No, easily. My annoyance level at seeing somebody cross the street when there's literally a crosswalk not 25 feet from them knows no bounds. My fury is <laughs> yeah. absolute. So there we go. People more irritating than Val, jaywalkers, and people using a drive-thru for its intended purpose. <laughs> no, um, it's too much. If they just order too much food, it, there's a, there's an amount of food that you go into the store for. But it's not that that's not the drive-thru. Ugh. Guys, uh, do you think that this person is aware uh, actually how huge a part Val plays in the tone and presentation of this show? Because. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I do yeah. clearly. <laughs> clearly, yeah. yeah. Danny doesn't. Yeah, perfect. I don't yeah, think Danny knows. Yeah, there is no, our little bit of um, there's our little bit of attaboy, and then we're going to move on from there. I do want to say, uh, even though he is uh, missing, he did bring a massive part. As I wanted to bring attention to Millennium Con uh, and their flyer that drew the eye. Uh, believe it or not, this is a flyer for an event in 2022. Uh, only a couple weeks away of this one here. Um, Danny, what do you notice uh, about this quality design? Well, John, you've got the classic Games Workshop uh, emblem, or uh, sorry, uh, uh, trademark there uh, in Wayne England art. I don't know if you knew that. Um, if you can't tell, it's definitely that. Um, for a <laughs> a Middle Earth strategy battle game, uh, tournament in 2022 john which is the whole concept of that is uh yeah texas middle earth as well which is like i mean middle if it's earth, gonna happen anyway way less rights hmm. um <laughs> we have my favorite thing here is the check marks saturday 12th november check 600 points check, check. three game event check, check. check. 18 players <laughs> 18 check. whole players check. man that's very optimistic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's checked. Uh, I did want to point out, it looks like this is exactly the same poster they've been using since Millennium Con 2000. They've just slightly <laughs> yeah. updated the year. Um, you know, John, and there's no range of players. You know, so no. there's going to be 18 players there oh, for sure. It's oh, there's going to be none. Next to 18 it. or none. Yeah. 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 Or it's not happening. Yeah. Nope. Yep. No, it sure is not. Uh, amazing. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. That's a beautiful poster. Uh, before we go on, I added this in real quick to the pre-show, uh, cause this kind of, this is the hog goss that launched today. Uh, it is a beautiful Citadel miniature, um, of just a Lord, sure. a solar commander and his horse. Danny, we have differing opinions uh, on this model. One of us is wrong. Uh, the other is myself. Uh, tell us what, what are your views, uh, on the new Lord solar? Well, thanks for giving me that introduction there, John. Um, I'd just like to point out how bad this model is on every level. So when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, great, another old world preview. I can't wait for this. Like, oh, it's... The robot lags really give that old world feel. You're right. It's true. Um, as I mean, you had the engineer on uh, Mechanical Steed. I mean, I could go further, but I won't. Um, this horse is <laughs> named... Constantin, as in Constantin Valdor. So it's named after, <laughs> like, probably one of the most important characters in the entire heresy. Like, yeah, cool. Uh, it's an important good horse. way to name your horse after that. Yeah. 
It's it's like uh, I don't know. It's like having a horse named like George Washington or something like that. Like how ridiculous or my my horse, William Wallace. Come on, man. Like, get out of here with that shit. You don't think there's horses out there called William Wallace? Well, probably because there's a lot. There's there's race horses called like my uncle touched me in first. You know, this is like (laughs) the horse names are bizarre. And this this horse is a quadruple amputee. Like, uh, well, I don't know if it's a horse. I think it's just a robot. Let's leave. No, it's a horse. It says it's a horse. In the article, it says that it's a horse, and there's living parts in it. And if you look, you can kind of see one of its thighs. Like, but only like it's real close to the body. So there's not much horse left in that horse. They robocop the shit out of it. You know, here but here's what they could have done instead, John, of they and they you're right, they could have robocopped it. Why isn't this model a cybernetic centaur? That would have just been so much better on every level. Like, there's nothing more inspiring to me than the idea of my leader being willing, like it just shows you're a badass. This guy is willing to cut off his own legs and surgically attach himself to the front of a horse to lead his men into battle. It's probably one of the most inspiring and uh, and just like a real show of strength that you can ever have. Do you think the messaging might get confusing when you're trying to kill heretics, mutants, and traitors, and you're being Mm -hmm. told to do this by someone who's half horse, half man? (laughs) Absolutely not, John. (laughs) The horse projects power. You ever you have you ever heard of the saying as strong as a horse? Well, what no. about a horse man, John? There's nothing stronger. It's just pure power. That's terrible. That's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh guys, uh, discuss the horse for a minute. I have to uh take care of something real quick. I'm gonna be very professional and be right back. Well, oh, so geez. Um, where did, yeah, where did so, go? I, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I inspired him. I don't. Maybe he's gonna. Maybe he's gonna draw some centaur pictures. The or one question like that. I have is, why are his clothes baby blue? Like, let's go back. Like they're they're very faint blue, but why? Yeah, is he wearing pajamas? Like, what what's going on under there? It's a sign of purity, I think. Baby blue. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, I, I don't know. Why did, did they have to put him on a horse? I think like, the couldn't horse it is just cool. Been the old Lord Solar, like with, uh, it's, <laughs> I'm back. What up? Whoa. Jeez. Hey, fun story. So my wife has taken our son out trick or treating, uh, uh-huh. as you do left the Basset Hound unlocked. Uh, so he was just downstairs baying wildly the whole time. Yeah. Oh, wow. And the heartbreak, I couldn't take it anymore. I had to go rescue him and let him lay in the bed. That's nice of you. Fair enough. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah, that's 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 what happened there. So we heard Danny's argument for this model. John, we haven't heard your yeah, why argument. Why is it good, John? Yeah, why, why is it good? Because um, it's just a hugely symbolic piece. Yeah, you're a leader. Like, look at me, you're a leader. This guy isn't seeing battle. This guy isn't fighting. He's just a symbol. I'm like, look, you can make a man out of yourself in the guard. Look at this guy. Uh, I mean, most likely, he's going to be hiding behind a couple tanks anyway. Uh, uh-huh. So, you know, what does it matter? I don't know what he's on. Well, John, now, what happens you think- if this guy is a real badass in close combat? Like, what happens if his rules indicate that he actually gets up in the front lines and then Ow. he swings that sword and hard? No. Yeah. He might. That would be hilarious. Imagine dying to a dude in a horse. Um, <laughs> in this day like and age? <laughs> is that like in that? this I economy? This is, a, this is a robocopped horse. Uh, yeah. So I think it's mostly machine. Um, either that or like a very confused horse who didn't know the power of its own robot legs. Driving it forward at a, like 40, 60 miles an hour. And just Incredibly powerful shit job. out of it. Imagine uh, if that was directly powerful. under the control of a man. My favorite thing... <laughs> My favorite thing is this people, uh, much like Danny, uh, one guy let us know, or let the internet know, this model belongs in Sigmar. Uh, my immersion in the setting is gone. I'm a friend of the show, Evan Valdyke, who, who's back on again soon here. He said, that ruins your immersion, not the orc driving a vehicle and shooting a gun that shouldn't work just because he believes it should, or the <laughs> countless guard vehicles with zero suspension. 
Or the fact that all the aircraft are dogfighting instead of using beyond visual range tactics and weapons. And he goes on and on about this here. Uh, and, and for me, it's just like, he's like, yeah, this breaks my immersion. I'm like, there's literal monkeys in this game who make guns better. Um, but it's the horse. Well, they're not literal monkeys, John. They're, they're, they're aliens. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but then again, all apes are. Uh, but yeah, I love the horse. I think it's goofy as shit. I think it's going to fit in like just to look at the table across from your opponent. You're looking at what 10, 12, 15 Lehman Rust battle tanks and one dude on a horse. He's like, Yeah, I'm here too. Respect. Me. <laughs> These tanks will respect me. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, I, I'm okay. Like, I'm not so down on the horse. Like, I get that, but I don't understand why he had to be such a departure from the classic Lord Solar Macarius model, like, which is a great model really like sure. i really and this guy's hat is sucks like definitely swap his head i think we can all agree with that right like his head oh, is not sure. good yeah maybe a stormcast helmet will fit really well onto him sure um but i will say it's kind of a damned if you do damned if you don't we've seen a bunch of really cool models get updates and people are like you just you didn't change it enough it just looks the same but bigger and here they've done something where they have uh completely changed over the model going for like a different vibe and aesthetic and just nothing no huh. uh, i guess fine. yeah huh. guys i'm gonna be one second here <laughs> uh i would paint his head all gold you think oh like a death mask kind of a thing yeah can you zoom into his face uh no oh all right <laughs> i don't i don't all have right, that i don't okay, have cool, that dude. capability damn just shut me down um, you could see his little like puffy little baby cheeks. Oh, oh. it almost worked. Oh, I know. But then it shrunk back to the same size as the screen. Oh. I give up. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break that. <laughs> yeah, good call. All right, so <laughs> yeah, so John having some technical difficulties tonight, folks. Well, it's actually um, not technical. It's I think it's dog related. Oh, it's bi- well, Let's say it's biological. Biological related. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he has to go to the bathroom now. Maybe that's true. You know, he's like, "Well, I've already disappeared once. Why don't <laughs> let's I just, just do it again, again and see this?" Yeah. Let's. <laughs> Apparently, if you just oh, oh, no. oh yeah, I'm floating. <laughs> Why? If you just if you try and let your dog off, you'll just cry on the bed too. So that's okay. We're gonna get through. Um, that's not all that's coming for guard. Let's move on. We've talked about this horse long enough. Andrew and Chad is right. Canonical canonical difficulties. Uh, I did not bless it with biscuits beforehand. Um, you brought this to my attention here, Danny. The brand new oh, guard did. tank is on its way. The Rogel Doran class battle tank is ready, ready to be baited into an unwinnable situation and then just, just get curb stomped by a bunch of iron warriors. Uh, <laughs> but you said you had a lot of opinions on this guy. A lot of opinion. What on the tank or that, or that statement? Cause I have the statement. Both. Well, what's well, the statement that you have issues with? Well, the one that's highlighted, John, it says it can take out. Well, maybe if you're just listening to this and not not watching it. Okay, (laughs) so the statement is that's a good point, John. Some people do listen to this. (laughs) No one. I forget that quite often. (laughs) Are we doing a show right now? Single person. Are we doing a show? Is this happening? Are we just chatting? Yeah, (laughs) we're just chatting. What's the difference? Yeah. Um, So. Uh, the statement is it's capable of knocking out almost anything up to a chaos knight in a single salvo. So. When they say a chaos knight, do they mean a war dog? Do they mean a big knight? Like, and then if that's the case, twelve dudes with bolters can kill a war dog. Well, I don't know. Like at long I, range, technically, I mean that's possible. So, like the statement I, is just like, okay, cool, it's got a bunch of multi meltas. Yeah, it can kill a, it can kill a knight. Cool. Yeah, I guess you can just roll a bunch of sixes on those, and that'll be fine, right? Technically, it's just true of so many different things how everything is compared to it can kill a knight in a single round of shooting. And at this point, it's like, brother, what can't <laughs> just, I've lost knights to uh, stalker pattern bolters. I've lost knights to chain swords. Oh, yeah. Um, Chaos Knight is not the, the be all and end all. It, it will not be. Uh, but what are your thoughts on kind of the, the Dorn in general? Uh, the two no. full size battle cannons when regular ones just get one. Uh, an enormous oppressor cannon, kind of things like this. Do you think this tank is going to be a a pain on the battlefield? 
I think it's going to be very good. It seems it seems really well costed um, based on some on the rumors that I've seen. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's going to you're going to see it on the table quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dickie, do you agree uh, with our good friend Josh here in chat? Yeah. He says the knights are now the avatar of Kane of modern 40k. <laughs> uh, people just destroy them to show how powerful they are. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've. I think here, let me. No, I definitely killed an avatar of Kane a couple times. I've killed a lot of knights as well. I would say the avatar is actually harder to kill nowadays than a knight. So, yeah, yeah, that that might be true right now. Yeah, actually, actually, that's pretty true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That's fair. Um, well, the new guard range doesn't stop there with a brand new guardsman on deck, and this person here uh, shared this picture, uh, taking an issue with the scale. Showing that the the new guardsman is far and away heads heads above height wise the the new the older guardsman, and saying this is trash. What's the point of having eight foot tall super soldiers if basic bitch humans are seven foot? Guardsmen should be smaller, if anything, not bigger. Uh, but I took an issue with this. Uh, so Dicky enhance, which means go <laughs> to the next slide. Oh, enhance. Oh, enhance. Okay. Cool. Almost there. <laughs> Apparently, there might be something there. Let's go ahead and enhance one more time to the next slide. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh. shopping line. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Got him. Shenanigans, I call there. Uh, luckily, there's, there's pictures that are a little less enhanced, both in pixel quality and size. Uh, the next picture here showing... <laughs> Showing an actual new guardsman beside the old guy, and he fits in pretty well. Yeah, they're pretty close. Uh, but I'm going to ask you guys here, Danny and Dickie, uh, why do people want to generate this controversy by just straight up lying uh, about the size of something? Easy. People hate fun, John. Uh, notoriously, people just want to spoil fun for other people, and they want to make things look bad when they're not, and uh, that's uh, that's a good time for them. So uh, to those sour pusses, I say, okay. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of a uh, lot of good five foot eleven versus six foot jokes, which I really appreciate. It's really, yeah, those are really there. solid. Yeah, they're real good. Though, guys, are we destined uh, for this kind of scale creep eventually? Like, are we going to see kind of the continual upsizing, or are we going to see kind of a, a consistency of this heroic scale? I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see Primaris everything at some point, right? It's going to happen. Like, you know, everyone pour one out for the old Marine, the vanilla Marine. I think he's going mm -hmm. away, but uh, we're going to have some cool stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, time to go back to heresy. That's what I have to say to that. Um, <laughs> Said and, no uh, one ever. Yeah. People who love say. fun do not go to play the heresy. No, no, no. I'm talking about the firstborn. Oh. Fair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the players. <laughs> no, that no, would be no. very wrong. No, that's um, that's really mean. Like that's like go to hell in the in that kind of uh, in that kind of context. Yeah, um, that's true. Nobody wants that. Hey, talking of scale, though, someone out there is asking the important questions. There's next slide here saying, since League of Votan are half the size of Space Marines, should we be paying full equal price for them? Oh, we should be paying half the value since we're getting half the plastic. Come on, GW, 50% off our squats. Now, I'm a little sad uh, Val isn't here to explain the economics uh, of this and why this happens. Um, but guys, should price be decided by the size of the finished product? Absolutely, John. <laughs> That's how economics works. And so since I've been paying for these models based purely on the weight of the plastic in the kits instead of the detail or uh or 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 perceived value of the models it's clear uh all models should be only ba should be sold purely based on their weight with the weight of a sprue being since there is so incredibly light and those kits cost good money uh probably worth pretty close to the, the price of gold john maybe yeah more. yeah uh Dickie, in Canada, are, do they have to advertise the dollar per ounce uh, on the box packaging to ensure that it's a fair market rate? Yeah, in French, though. It can't be in English. It has to be in French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the man. written number for five. Five. Yeah, five. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Danny, uh, you have assembled both the, the Votanian uh, and the Space Marine. Uh, do you feel like there's an equal value uh, between those two kinds of models? Uh, like, I haven't assembled any of the Votan. How are those kits? They're really nice kits. Uh, every part about them is cut, slathered in detail. Uh, they have lots of bags and pockets. And most surprisingly, these guys are really ready for a sleepover. Like, almost every other model has a sleeping bag that you can glue onto them. Aww, um, nice. So they're ready to party. These yeah. these these dwarves, uh, there's not a, there's a, there must be a lot of Votan uh, named Sleepy. Because um, uh, they're ready for a slumber party. A lot of sleeping bags. Apparently, uh, the price of miniatures nowadays decided by how many pockets and satchels <laughs> that each miniature has. I just keep um, thinking about having to paint those goddamn things. It's like the only thing I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh, another just, bag. Oh, it's easy. Do whatever. Just use contrast. Does. Just yeah. cut it off. Yeah. Scale it, file it down. Perfect. Hey, guys. More shock from Games Workshop. Um, as no more October. Uh, this Orktober. reputable news site shares the news uh, that Games Workshop will never say October again. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, guys? <laughs> <laughs> this is Mikey Vince literally going, say the thing, say the thing, and then don't release anything. And then <laughs> the Games Workshop is like, we don't have any works to release this year, so we're not going to talk about October. Like, what, 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 do they, what do they even want with this? <laughs> Oh, drama. I love you so much. Oh, man. Yeah, Dickie, is is October uh, an overrated thing that was maybe a fun thing an intern did one once six think, years ago? Did they do that like turned... six years ago? And it was like oh, like, oh, it's a thing, and now it's not a thing. I don't know. They did release one orc, though, right? In, in oh, they are releasing an orc this month. Yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, no. No, they won't. No. 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 I think maybe next month. Oh. We'll see. Okay. Well, Who knows? Sad. Uh, not us, that's absolutely for sure. Um, but does the October expectation um, highlight how truly awful orc players are in general? Just the worst kind of people. I don't know. They're yelling, <laughs> public intoxication. I haven't heard them yell in a while. Usually when they're on stream, they're actually really nice and polite about it. They're like, uh, sir, I will wah now. And then they go ahead and do their do their. That's turn. somewhat worse than they talk. I've never like even Victorian yeah. I've gentleman. never even heard that once in my life. It's always these but, yahoos in there yelling their their asses off. But to be fair, Dickie, you've seen a lot more uh, more recently uh, streamed games and been hosting those. So you know what? I'll take your word for it. I'm just gonna shut up. As long as the janitor remembers to plug it all back in, that is. Uh, um, what other theme months could there be? If there's there's Orktober, um, there's September oh. for Tau. Uh, what other kind of theme months could there be? <laughs> That's actually really good. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Votan Votan Ember is that one? Votan Votamber. No no Votamber. Like so. Like I don't know. They're, that's terrible. Can we and sept September? Yeah, that's so good. I'm sorry. Actually. I'm sorry. I was waiting for your one uh, to be better or worse or just exist. No, in no, because why? Can't we just oh, have one? One is, one is plenty. Squat timber. Squat timber. Oh, Chat coming good. in. Fantastic. Well, we're going to add it to the list uh, of these band terms. Uh, that's an official GW document. Uh, of list oh, of banned words and terms <laughs> for for Warhammer. Uh, oh, Danny Dickey, thoughts on the list uh, of these banned words and terms? Makes me so sad. There's Falcon in there. Why is he banned? I like Falcon. Yeah. Nah, I don't make the, the rules. <laughs> I like Falcon. Paleo. They're not, they're not allowed yeah. to say no. No. Yeah. They are not. Like I said, hey, <laughs> could we maybe like tone down the power maybe just make this codex pretty powerful and they're like yes and they're like hey maybe is this too powerful they're like yes and it's like you want to release it yes it's like that uh, rick and morty right, where what about the this simulator oh yeah sure power. okay this one, that makes sense this yeah. one will probably get me uh banned from the the whole but what about adding uh player mics uh gw could we do that no? Okay, never no, mind. I'm sorry. The yeah, best I can do is Nick Nanavati in a pirate costume. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, 
<laughs> What's the biggest thing uh, you've left in an event? The Can you biggest? repeat that question? The biggest yeah, thing? like what? What? What is it? That, what's something you've left in an event, and you're like, "Oh, damn it, I left that." Oh, that's really pain. And something you're super sad about mm. leaving behind that you're yeah. definitely going to miss. Uh, headphones. I left a pair of headphones. Ooh, that event. sucks. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. My miniature cart. No. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. That is huge. Yeah. Wasn't it technically very broken when you left it though? Definitely was super broken, but I'm really going to miss it. That's fair. Oh, man. That's fair. Was it an entire army though? Um, is this person here? Someone left their entire army behind at a store recently. They're looking for the owner of said army. If you can send a Facebook message to the store with a brief description, we will work on returning the army to you. Um, guys, when do you think this person noticed that they forgot to take their entire army home with them? Wow, that, that sounds like a really awesome party store. Wait, have you guys have you guys not done that before? Because I've definitely forgot my army at the shop before. You've forgotten your entire army? Yeah, I've had <laughs> yeah, after a tournament, I've definitely had the the, uh, the owner of the store call me and say, Hey, uh, you left your army here, and then I've had to turn around and come back. Wow. Did you do uh was that a two one day? No, it was three no. I think I won the event. I was you just so blooded in victory. Oh jeez. That uh I don't know. Like this army is dead to me now. Dickie, do you think, was this just an army that no longer works in the brave new meta and the guy was just <laughs> done with it? I would, I feel like he went like, Oh, and three. And he just like said, cool. F this. I don't need this in my life anymore. Take the goddamn thing is probably what he, what he said, man. Oh, and three. That is uh that's a hard town to, that's a hard town to live in for sure. Yeah, well. yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys, what are some legitimate reasons to abandon an army? To abandon an army? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I can think of a couple, actually. Uh, let's see. So something mysterious gets spilled on your models, uh, and they how, smell really bad. Like, how define bad? Define mysterious. Like, <laughs> define how bad. Like, <laughs> Like, how bad of a smell would it have to be for you to just say Well, no? uh, like a strong smell of uh, urea, uh, maybe sticky, oh. slightly sticky. Okay. Would you Fair. keep those models or would you abandon them? That's Ooh. a good point. That's a good point, yeah. That's a good point. Captain Andrew and Chad letting us know we had an army in the best painted winning display board left at Nova Open this year. Uh, careful, guys. <laughs> oh, my Goon God. Hammer will use it for photos uh, or for judging. Uh, yeah, it's uh, like the loner display board, right? <laughs> yeah. Every good event has a loner display board. Any board is a loner display board if you try hard enough. <laughs> Dickie, what's, uh, what's a legitimate reason for abandoning your army? Uh, well, Danny did such a good job. Uh, stinky and smelly would be one. A gunpoint would be another one. Uh, I guess uh, that would be another one. Uh, well, the store was being robbed. And yeah, you're and just, you just like, says, yeah, I just need yeah. to clean up my army real quick. And they're like, good out. I'm like, yeah, but I this is just new. And I'm like excited with how it's working together. <laughs> oh, if I played Votan, I'd probably leave it there too. Yeah, that's just, fair. Yeah. You have to be a real dick to play like that a army. A real piece of crap to play that yeah. army. Yep. <laughs> yeah, real assholes play Votan. <laughs> yep. You and Seth, bosom buddies in, in dwarfness. Um, as stressful as that situation sounds, yeah. uh, you can wash away that stress uh, with wave two of the Warhammer 40,000 scented candles oh, available for this holiday season, uh, available in <sighs> Zeech, Slanesh, Nurgle and corn. corn. Why do they have to? Man, I don't want to buy Guys, this. Uh, what are the scents of these candles? Mm. Well, corn is definitely coagulated blood. It's got to be blood, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say copper. Okay. Oh, sure. It could be copper. Yeah. What's zinch? Yeah. Zinch? Zinch is nothing. It's uh, odorless. Oh. Change. It's just it's a trickster. It's what about, mm. okay, so Nurgle? Or it starts off. Yeah. Nurgle. I was thinking maybe it smells like the subway. That's what I was thinking Zinch sounds like. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I'm down with okay. that. It's a place in constant change. We're going to save Probably the best for last. Good. So what's Nurgle? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you said we're saving the best no, for last. No, we're going to save Ironically, the best Ironically, also the subway. Just <laughs> okay. the, the dirtier part of the subway. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, porta potty Yeah. 
Okay, body. so what does Slanesh smell like? Votan weapons. Oh. Damn. Okay. Because mm-hmm. of the cum weapons. <laughs> uh, oh, I got yeah, it now. I guess. Yeah, that's probably yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, that so, was good. good. Solved. Yep. What what in-game benefits should you get from a Warhammer scented candle? Oh, <laughs> lots. It should just give you every for each god you have lit, you should get an extra point uh, success on the warp storm table. So that means you could get at least one a turn. Because yeah. I have yet to see someone roll well in warp storm points. <laughs> <laughs> uh what do you guys want to see in wave three? Uh, this is wave two of the candles, which implies the existence of more. Are we gonna get like military barracks? Uh, I want crude. Crude. <laughs> I, I say we I go to old, old world colors. Or, uh, oh, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, yeah I want the Skaven That's in line, candle. right? Skaven. It smells ogres. real ratty. <laughs> yeah, giant. the giant smell. Whatever that would oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that smells Tim like... It, yeah, that in. one could be like uh, athlete's foot. That's what it smells <laughs> like. Athlete's foot, yeah. Tim Penny uh, cool. jumping in chat saying, show me on the doll where the Flamers overwatched you. I can't because the doll no longer exists because of all <laughs> oh, of the Flamers. So much Flamers. Um, content creators have provided you review videos for a long time. Danny, I know we've done the classic top down on the book, letting you see every page, a oh, yeah. machine-free finish, um, just kind of uh, really blissfully reading the thing. But... Uh, Tyler Russo uh, on Twitter uh, has oh. this amazing video he put up reviewing uh, the Duncan Rhodes Two Thin Coats paint line by asking the important question of uh, what do they taste like? Because he ate every single paint uh, in the Duncan Rhodes Two Thin Coats signature paint line. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Danny, when can we expect your dice reviews? <laughs> yeah, I can do a Chessex dice taste test. Um, if you want to get some different colors, uh, and then I can get like, you know, how far you can loft them with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Dickie, is there anything you would re- review, uh, war gaming related by sticking it in your mouth? World leaders. <laughs> I, 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 t- I take that new world leader book and, uh, how do you think he got this job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a joke. Wait, we get paid. You, you sons of bitches. Oh, I've been doing this for free for way too long. Uh, (laughs) Almost two years. Uh, What are other ways Uh, we can review Wargaming product? Danny, the top down, that's yesterday's news. Uh, Anyone with a a phone and a book uh, can just point at their pages. Uh, It takes a real master to decide to eat things. Uh, Danny, what else can we do uh, to make reviews uh, better for the viewing audience? John, I've got so many ideas. John, are you familiar with the Oculus Rift? Oh, buddy. Sure am. We should do a 3D codex review. (laughs) You know, what would be really cool is if we were to film a 3D codex review. Yeah. That was just, oh, I almost picked up the wrong book. But it's just us sitting, and it's just, you can see us reading the book. But you can't approach us or look in the book. Yeah, you can't see it. It's just the front of it. The back is is You just see us reading the thing the whole time. And you guys guys giggling the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, oh man, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I should pre-order that. And then you pull out the phone and you start pre-ordering things, but then you put it down. And just as the person gets near it with their Oculus headset, the phone screen shuts off. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. Quality. I, I like that, Dicky. Uh, you you create some amazing content here for Frontline Gaming Jeez. Network. Yeah. Uh, what are what's no. some ways we can add review content? <laughs> what would you like to see? Well, as you guys know, my goal here is just to not be as annoying as Val. So if I could just get just above that, I'm winning in, in all mm-hmm. levels of this. Uh, you review have goals? Con- yeah. <laughs> this, my whole life is a goal, and this is my goal. Oh. Just be less annoying than Val. I think I'm doing it. Please. Yeah, you're doing a good for job. The love of everyone. Mm-hmm. You are. Telling, I don't, so I, far. Yeah. My no is, YouTube comments so far. No, nothing yet. Low bar. I haven't seen campaign. one about you. Mm-hmm. Is that good or bad, though? Apathy know, is its own reward. Yeah, um, but <laughs> Nicholas Dorr is coming in and asking, it. what about taste testing the different FLG terrain sets? We can't do it, Nick. The quality is too good. Uh, what yeah. a phenomenal product available at a great price. It's true. Oh, Frontlinegaming.org. Yeah. 
I'd like to do a maybe a smell test, like describing how they smell when you open the bag up for the first time. They are so stinky. <laughs> They're the stinkiest thing ever. Yeah. How it smells like cancer. cancer. Feels. <laughs> that cancer. That's 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 a bad smell. Yeah. That is. That is. Hey. Let's move on yeah. uh, to our main topic. <laughs> yeah, they, let's just, let's uh, just yes, we'll step let's right Let's get from the now. less serious uh, cancer uh, to the more serious Games Workshop Open. Um, as Nick Nanavati uh, encroaches on our turf, uh, let's pull up this picture here to like cough horribly, uh, wearing a puffy shirt and an obvious Seinfeld reference that has nothing to do with Halloween or a pirate costume. Um, but the real controversy came in the top bracket as Sean Naden and Manny Chima failed to finish their stream game and talk through a large portion of the game after the clock ended. Um, guys, clock issues strike again, um, but this time at an event with a clear no-clock policy. Uh, so, is <laughs> this still a controversial ending to the round when this is essentially what the rule set described? <laughs> I can, yeah, I'll, I'll say it. I think it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Like, this is this is the top level of play for the game. Like, I expect more. I expect more uh, out of these two gentlemen who have both been on their respective WTC teams. Um, and, you know, there gets to be enough time where enough times where you hear about clock issues from one particular player um, where and it becomes a little suspicious that we keep having the same conversation with one person in particular. So I don't know. Well, moving on, uh, Manning did mention here on a reply to someone here saying, unfortunately, Sean's WoW turn was one hour long. Uh, we could only do turn four. We weren't allowed to play turn five. Had a fun game anyway. We both had a laugh. Was kind of his description of events here. So I'm going to kind of reiterate here. Like if both players are happy with the outcome and come out in support of the decision and it falls in line with the GW's rule of having fun with the game and, and falls in line with their event packet, why are people, do you think, upset about it? <laughs> Dickie, there's, you go. go. Yeah. There's no reason why this should happen. Um, yeah. And, like, come on. Like, Tim's in here, like, like uh, saying Sean is retired or whatever. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, you shouldn't be bringing an army that you can't finish a five-round, like a, like a five-game uh, or a five-turn game in. Like, it's like it's it's ridiculous that that can't happen in three hours it's if if what manny said is true and sean's turn took an hour like that's ridiculous in itself so it just uh it's it's not it's not good it's not good reasoning i don't like the idea that the game didn't come to a natural conclusion because dice are dice things happen Mm -hmm. i mean i know we have all talked out games and things like that but at the end of the day there's no reason why they shouldn't have been able to finish this game in the first place it's one thing to say this and this and this happened with like time left on the clock where you could roll it out. Um, if one player disagreed, now there's no option. So you have to go with whatever this kind of arbitrary decision is. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think it's bad. Isn't like, aren't, isn't clock play pretty like normalized now? I remember three, four years ago when it was like, Ooh, to, to use the clock or not to use the clock. And now it's pretty sure. common, right? It's very common. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's, it's really common on pl- for players who are undefeated yeah. to re- be required to play on a clock for the rest of like second day of the tournament. Yeah. Um, and then if your opponent requests one is the way that the ITC code of conduct for like the time clocks is generally to be, is generally ruled. Um, GW has one where both, where both players have to agree to be on a clock to be on a clock. Otherwise, uh, you don't, you don't get to get one. So mm. I just, I, I, I'm disappointed with this. Yeah. And do clocks suck? Yeah. Clocks suck. Like they're annoying. Like it's annoying to flip time back and forth. Like it's not fun, but it really is the um, most fair way to play. Like really at the end of the yeah, day, it's, it is, it yeah. is. Okay. So like, I, I just, it's, it's, it's disappointing. Um, and, uh, you know, again, like I just, I expect better. So Dickie, how difficult is, is it to produce a stream, uh, produce this kind of compelling entertainment? Cause kind of, that's the goal, even with the GW streams, with FLG streams, mm. we want to create these sort of compelling games that people want to watch. Uh, when you can see pretty early on that the game's not going to come to a natural conclusion. Yeah. I mean, uh, having, 
like the the dramatic co uh, clock <laughs> the clock uh camera so you can get the one of the pan tilt the zoom cameras it's gonna be on. really clear you didn't say cock camera. Yeah, thanks. That's that was, it was close. Entirely it, was, different. it was close. Uh, That's for the bottom tables of LVO. Yeah, but actually, yeah, some, some of the most dramatic moments in a game uh, are on those last final minutes, right? When when people uh, when people are playing. So it is super dramatic when, you know, X player has four minutes left or whatever in the turn and they're trying to get it through. It's really dramatic and it's it's a lot of fun. So I like it as, as a, a dramatic tool, but uh, as a fair play tool, if if no players on the clock, like the guy's taking hours on his turn, like and you're sitting there going, buddy, like like we're not gonna get through turn two here. It's so uh, frustrating. I can only imagine the frustration uh, of being in that oh, situation. Yeah. So yeah, hmm. Suck. yeah. Is this a sign? And I know we're kind of we we've talked about it the past few weeks. Uh, we're coming to the end of the edition. Uh, we're kind of seeing that usual end of edition rules bloat happening uh, with different things being added on. We now have to play this army, the Codex, the FAQ, the Data Slate, the Mission Pack, uh, the Balance Update, all of these things. Is this a sign of kind of an overly complicated rules interaction? Uh, can, while chat did kind of correctly point mm -hmm. out, Sean Naden's pretty much retired at this point. He's still a really good player, super good brain of this. Um, but when two top players are taking an insanely long time to complete basic army movement and basic yeah. army bonuses, um, is this pointing to a problem of the rules rather than the players? And I will say both players are double WTC players as well. So the clocks are not a new process for them in any stretch of the imagination, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. Yeah, and sure. Do people spend some time over-socializing? And this, I mean, this kind of stuff happens, but yeah. But, like, it shouldn't probably. Um, and, like, there's a time and a place for that. And, like, I get it. Like, if you're friends, you want to talk to your friend or whatever while you're playing. Um, and then that can kind of, you know, uh, uh, distract from the game. Okay. Um, but maybe like if you're considering like trying to win for real, like, you know, maybe just finishing your game instead of talking yeah. and talking afterwards. So yeah. Danny, um, this is a question here from chat. I wanted to put to you. Are you, do you prefer like a soft clock policy or are you in for a really like a rigid hard clock policy? Or do you prefer like soft clock, hard clock? Yeah, um, you know, I'm usually kind of a hard clock guy. Um, uh, I need that uh, if because otherwise, I feel like there's too much flex, and I need I need that rigidity to really uh, mm -hmm. get me to the end of the game. Dicky, do you feel do you suffer from sort of like a soft clock preference, or are you more of a like a, a person who's like really needs a good hard clock to to finish their game on time? <laughs> you know, I'm a I'm a bit of a soft clock kind of guy. Uh, you know, just make sure that the turns are relatively even throughout the game and, and you're good to go. No, I don't need to be hard on people. It's it's all good, baby. No, that's yeah. fair. Right. Um, Doesn't it matter time... if you finish. It's just kind of more about the journey. Yeah, just making saying? sure the other players yeah. are having a good time. It's not, yeah. yeah. And then the important thing to take away, and here's sort of like the crux of it here, is both players said they had a great time. Both players enjoyed the experience. Okay. It just... Yeah didn't naturally so, finish yeah um, i mean and that counts for something too right like it does mm -hmm. I, i'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't so huh. yeah uh is it time to move to a lower points value i know chat's coming in saying that the, the time doesn't matter and players will generally fill the time they're given tim is letting us know but we'd say like a 1500 point or like back to the good old 1850 or 1750 of days of yore um would that help with a lot of these issues or would that make the game less satisfying from an army construction standpoint you know and i agree with that statement kind of like uh, uh players will uh you know fill fill the void and uh you know a clock is it may be not enough to fill that void like it you know there may need to be some kind of other uh some kind of other metering device to make sure that uh like the game you know yeah, the game so you're finishes, probably stimulated right? like a help yeah, more than just exactly yeah. to create well and to create those exciting moments right like yeah. especially towards the end of the game where things are electric uh you know things are shooting all over the place and there's <laughs> uh there's some finality to uh to the game jeez do you feel like a hard clock and a smaller <laughs> points value is just going to lead to like an earlier excitement and just an earlier finish? You know, well, yeah, maybe. And you know, maybe that'll maybe that'll make the game over faster, and they'll be Jeez. able to finish on you know one personal, one personal get uh, wiped up on uh, on on turn three. 
Yeah. Anybody else Absolutely. getting hot? Like I'm so hot right now. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing you're animated. I'm sweating. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna talk about talking. How do you feel about talking out the game? Are you a dice down? Ooh. Everything's done as of this moment. God. Or <laughs> let's talk. What's gonna happen? I'm such a hypocrite. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm definitely like talking out the game out when the it's guy, in your like benefit. all the time. So. But are you like a talk yeah. it out when you like you you don't know if you're gonna win, or are you gonna like talk it out because I'm crushing you, kind of kind of guy? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not that good, so usually <laughs> it's kind of a talk it out if uh, like just to just to finish up the game or whatever. Because yeah. I'm tired and I want to go eat something or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think it's unfair that you have professional training uh, in law school on how to <laughs> argue your point uh, on others? Uh, John might not be quite so it's not a, Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm terrible at, arg- <laughs> yeah. at argumentation. So, like, so it actually works to my 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 detriment quite often. Um, yeah. No, man, Danny... it's oh god, it's a skill you have to hone just like any other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tim, Tim Penny, me talking out when I can't finish. This normally never happens, uh, which I think <laughs> I think everyone uh, watching this show, listening to this show, uh, whenever you clock out of a game. Please use the phrase. This normally never happens. Danny, also Seth's in chat. Check out signals on the front line for kicker uh, every Wednesday. Oh, uh, he is uh, very brutally hinting uh, at a game you two had on stream uh, where you both clocked out on turn two. Uh, tell us yep. about that. Well, in this charity event for charity, <laughs> this one time, and Seth and Please I had don't, really don't pre-frame it too months. hard to one side or the other. Just yeah. honest opinions. Was it a hard, was it a just... hard clock or soft clock? <laughs> oh, <laughs> look, I was, he was on top. Then I was on top oh. and then he was on top. And ah. then at the end I was on top. Oh, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but really, uh, in this game, uh, we gave each other shit for at least like 20, like 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah before the game started as we were deploying so it took us a really long time to get kind of get the game started um so uh that's why we didn't actually end up finishing the game there wasn't that much left uh seth was basically totally tabled and uh (laughs) it would have it would have been my victory ultimately anyway yeah makes sense yeah beautiful (laughs) um because yeah, the clock didn't run out seth just ran out of models i think (laughs) at this point here he just couldn't um, get to where he needed to go. That's fair. Yeah. What are some non-clock solutions uh, to this issue? Because this isn't the first time we've seen uh, time running out being an issue. This isn't the second, like the last time we're going to see it either. Um, there's a lot of um, rabid people who aren't actually involved in any of the games, very annoyed about it. Yeah. Uh, so what are some things we can put forward to make sure that non-clock or these, these timing issues don't happen? I ultimately have no good ideas here. Honestly, like I don't like clocks, but I don't have a better option. That's why I think they're kind of a necessary evil. Yeah. Like what else Um, can you use? Like, yeah, I don't know. An hourglass? Like a sundial? Like what do you like? uh, Like an hourglass, but that's essentially a clock. (laughs) Yeah. So use a clock. Can we not just use clocks? Yeah. Can we just use clocks? (laughs) Is that okay? Can we just do that? Like Uh, it sucks. I get it. But like there needs to be enforcement to make sure the games get finished. Mm hmm. Would you be in a favor of just a strict dice down policy? Uh, like if you didn't, you just it stops oh, immediately at time. You don't talk There's, it out. You don't do any more. Those are technically the rules as they are right now. Not mm-hmm. in GW events, but in ITC events. Yeah, there is. Which is what down. I'd focus on considering it's probably one of the best turn- tournament formats ever invented. Um, you can find those rules on uh, Frontline Gaming's website uh, under the ITC section. Yeah, and if you yeah. use the link below, buy something while you're there. Yeah. Um, it probably helps us out. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Nobody knows. Well, let's move on a little bit. We have a little bit more here. I wanted to, to go back to some hard-hitting journalism oh, that I've Jesus. been sitting on for the past couple of weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> here is how much a Warhammer army costs now. Probably. probably. <laughs> uh, they're not even sure. <laughs> yeah, they just no. don't know. No, I, I heard... It's a variable amount. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's potential. So maybe it's cheaper. Maybe it's not. Is that kind of the thing you take away from this? Going to be real. I just see the thumbnail laugh and screenshot. <laughs> um, but for Warhammer and competitive Warhammer in, in particular, which yeah, we're a shit talking show, but our bread and brother is the the wargaming war competitive wargaming community. Is the cost of entry too high uh, in the modern game? Uh, will the market bear it? I don't know. If it is, then no. Yeah, I don't. I, I know I'm going to be buying a lot of world eaters when they come out, whether they're expensive or not. So, yeah. I pre ordered a bunch of OTAN uh, today. Yeah. So, yeah. I will say, um, uh, Dickie and I were going to be changing the show into World After Eater uh, come December time oh, uh, yeah. as we both dive headlong uh, into that abyss. Blood for the Blood God, baby. You know, yeah, Unga Bunga, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a great, that's a great ideal. Um, that's a I'm excited to original. see that. Yeah. Um, does the sole focus on the 2,000-point competitive scene, for, for the most part, uh, is that detrimental to the overall game? Uh, just kind of focusing on that one match play type, that one points level. Hmm. No. If GW tomorrow <laughs> says uh, our new points thanks, are, are... Yeah, thanks, Dan. If GW tomorrow says the new competitive strike force points are 2,500, everyone will move to 2,500 points without batting an eyelash. Mm-hmm. So uh, GW really dictates where that competitive... Uh, points limits uh, are going to be so. Uh, no, I I don't think it matters. I, I are, think, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, give her hell. No, no, you're good here. Um, like just chastising. So cap- capitalism has ruined the hobby by making everything so expensive. We should all have an equal <laughs> number of 1995 Space Marines allocated across the fan base equally. Yeah. Um, which, Thank God fair. somebody said it. <laughs> Thanks God. Yeah. Uh, and then Tim Penny letting us know his opinion here. Uh, it's uh, $800-ish for a medalist, 1000 to 1200 if you want options. He's also advertising his 3D printing business. Um, 2,500 points Rude. is a literally a pain unless you're playing a gun line. Because, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine moving that many uh, yeah, close combat I, was, models. I was just making a point that, like, the points doesn't, like, GW will dictate what points we play. I don't think it, like, ITC won't, won't or Frontline Game, we won't do that, right? So... Um, I don't think they will, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will, and this is kind of my last big serious question. Will the economic situation in the UK make <laughs> GW look for product with a smaller buy-in, uh, being that people don't have the disposable income that there once was? Go, go Danny, go ahead. It's possible. I think those games are all seeing, uh, some resurgence in popularity, I think right now, like this is so bizarre for me to even think about saying, right? The 40K meta is like really good. Yeah. But I've never been more bored with the game. Like, so, Hmm. like, which is such a bizarre thing to say. Like, I still want to build an army and play it because, like, I love miniature gaming and I like the scale that 40K is at. Mm -hmm. But I totally get why people are excited about other games or smaller games and just trying to, like, play something fun and maybe not super competitive right now. Yeah, my dog also agrees. <laughs> yeah. Why, why do you Thanks, think, Lando. Why do you think it's boring? Is it just no, and so like, long I, in the tooth, though? But like, we've been playing this edition for quite a while now. Again, I've like banged out a lot of games of this edition, and uh, I just think... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just Thanos snapped himself out of Jesus, existence. That's, that's amazing. Um, harsh. Uh, I just... Uh, I, I don't know why it is like it's not that I want the game to be unbalanced. That's not where I want it. I just uh, I just need a good shakeup because like eighth and ninth edition were very similar. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, and I just like to kind of maybe get a total like kind of redo. I'm kind of sick of using the same books and that kind yeah. of stuff. Just like something to really shake it up. I think would be really really powerful. Yeah. I. I'm not bored of it, but it ha- it it feels very long in the tooth. Like the game yeah. feels very similar. I mean, and I I know ninth edition was a COVID edition, right? Because we got it literally right. in COVID. But yeah, everyone's been like, I'm sure people have been playing TTS. That's a thing now that we do, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I've I've banged out a lot of games here, and uh, it is getting a bit samesies. Um, so yeah. Why I'm still not good at this game, I have no idea. I feel like I've been playing enough of it. 
Is right. it the balance? Uh, I Thanos myself back in. By you the did, way. you did a great job. Yeah, I am Iron Man. Um, <laughs> but is it the imbalance that creates the the fun of the game? Where we're at this point where where everyone is is pretty balanced uh, as it goes, apart from Space Marines, where you know you guys just suck as players. Uh, so the official company <laughs> line. Um, but was it part of the fun, like taking an underpowered army and kind of really countering a lot of the overpowered stuff or kind of being overpowered and having that part of fun, just kind of wailing on Space Marine players? Uh, now that everyone is sort of similar, uh, does yeah. that take some of the joy away? I don't know. I think uh, I think it's not the the power level of the game that dictates whether it's popular. I think it's the game. <laughs> that dictates if it's popular and if it's fun to play. Um, and I think mm -hmm. Danny's right. I think we've been playing this edition for quite a while. So maybe it's time for a change. Um, I, I expect a larger change. I don't expect I expect ninth edition 2.0 in this next uh, edition, right. whenever the heck right. that's going to be. Um, I'm hoping it's not anyway. I want to learn a new game. I'm ready to learn a new game. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. What changes do you guys want to see? Just to round this out. Oh, good question. Um, man, there's so many things I would, I'd be interested to see some changes. I just want, I want things to be less, I, I just want there to be, I want there to be more, this is going to sound super weird. I want there to be more randomness. I want them to take out the command point reroll. Oh, I want okay. that to be gone. I've decided like it's been two editions now. We've had it. And uh, I think it just kind of, it makes for the dice being a lot less fateful, especially on like specific dice rolls. I'd like to see kind of maybe that balanced out in a way where that, where you don't get to reroll uh, quite so many dice all the time. In addition, That's like good. less rerolls throughout the game as well. I'm really yeah, concerned about, I'm really concerned about uh, if I'm annoying after this answer, uh, the morale phase, like making the morale oh, phase more. I was yeah. going to say morale. So yeah. So I just kind of jump in there, Jakey. Yeah. Yeah. Like the start of eighth edition simplified all the rules down, kept it yeah. nice and simple. Like this is our game now. It's like simple, but there's a complexity to it. And we've kind of ramped up the complexity in all areas from the stratagems to the data sheets to the interactions. Everything has gotten more complex as time has gone on, apart from morale, uh, which still feels really underwhelming yeah. uh, and doesn't really matter. Uh, or affect the game at all so yeah yeah please continue what you were saying yeah and no, i think uh the morale phase is just not impactful <laughs> uh it, if you lose a guy and then you probably lose another guy by rolling a one and okay it's done i want it to be like you lost morale like it, there's a big issue here in, in this unit whether it's not being able to shoot not being able to move something like that or you're or you're mm -hmm. pinned down or something right uh, i think that would be more impactful i think it would be better for the game so yeah yeah, absolutely. Make morale matter. Uh, yeah. Make them as effective as <laughs> make morale hat. matter again. Make morale yeah. matter. Yeah, mm. we're gonna make hats. They're gonna be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Desal, I uh, saying, John wants more fear. Uh, I want to avoid the world of fear and terror, terror and all test. of the different morale tests I would have to take and look up big books to do. Uh, guys, we've gone really far without any Warhammer Fantasy Battle references today. I don't want to pull it down. You to just the did end. it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Man, yeah, let's make it more like that. Can we break people and run them down? Like, can we do get sweeping? Oh, that would be back? really good. Ooh. <laughs> what I need, internet, from you guys, uh, viewers and listeners, is I need you to, to Photoshop uh, the back of a box of uh, movement trace with circle bases in them and just have a new war, the Warhammer 40K logo uh, on a box of movement bases. Because uh, we could have movement trays in 40k to simplify the way of moving three models, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, even better, a Lehman Russ movement tray. Love the it. New guard. So, of course. Perfect. Makes sense. <sighs> guys, what what else you want to throw in here before we wrap it up for the day? I just have my usual three that I never get to. I know it's my <laughs> own personal joke. Oh, all right. <sighs> I, man, I got nothing. I'm excited for what the future has to hold. Um, I've been working on some Botan stuff. I'm pretty excited to get some more games in with them. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm still playing. I'm still having a good time, but I'm focusing on having a good time and not really like trying to be my most competitive ever. Yeah, That's soft cool. comp, not a hard yeah. comp. Diggy, Diggy, what else you want to throw in here before we wrap it up? 
Uh, well, thanks for having me, and uh, yeah. Oh, we was, love having you, man. I think it was a great show. Yeah. You guys are you guys yeah, are the best. It was. Yeah. It was well, just on this network. Yeah, love you, Seth. Dude, you're one um, of my two favorite producers. Well, there, okay, <laughs> thanks. That is a factual <laughs> statement. I guess an amazing show. We're going to be back next Monday. We're going to go over something or other. Maybe we'll have Evan on. Maybe we won't. Like, we'll be here. Who knows? Danny and I will. Um, I will be stressed. Uh, Frankenstein is a terrible book uh, that should never be studied. Um, but thank you, everyone, for watching. And as always, it's pretty grim after dark.